There's a clown shortage in Ireland. Oh, no. And a Turkish man was reported missing and then joined the search party to find himself. And a new church is introducing people to Jesus with beer. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast recorded by a comedian in Los Angeles inside a hot closet. <laughs> there is a clown shortage, and there's now an appeal for new recruits. They're all out of clowns in Northern Ireland, apparently. Uh, this is according to someone named David. David Duffy is the co-owner of Duffy's Circus. He's asking for people from Northern Ireland to please, if you could just become a clown so I could keep my business open. We're running out of clowns over here. I don't know what you're doing tomorrow, but if you could just learn clowning, just watch a few YouTube videos, maybe attend some children's parties. You know, it's the whole balloon thing, maybe a little miming. Yeah, put some makeup on. If you could just get into the clowning to help save my business, that's... Uh, that's what David Duffy wants. Apparently, the COVID-19 pandemic has caused a shortage of clown performers. And many of these clowns return to their home countries. When <laughs> oh, Here comes Uncle Jesse back from Ireland. Oh, Jesse, what happened to your clown career? Oh, you know, it didn't work out. You know, you can't really be around children right now, you know. You just can't put your mouth on balloons and then hand them to children these days, you know, with the COVID. <laughs> I don't know. How's my Irish accent, guys? It's it's pitiful, I realize. All right. Uh, so this is Mr. Duffy. He's the owner of the Duffy's Clown Business. He was asked in this particular story, hey, Mr. Duffy, what makes a good clown? Okay, this is all very, very important information in case you're wondering if whether or not you might want to work for Mr. Duffy, if you want to get into the clowning industry. So, Mr. Duffy, what makes a good clown? Mr. Duffy says, well, someone who's willing to make themselves vulnerable. Uh, take, for instance, Silly Tilly, one of my best clowns, very vulnerable. <laughs> okay, what else, Duffy? Well, you know, not everybody likes to be laughed at, but for someone who's a clown, your worst nightmare would, not, would be not to be laughed at. You know, you got to learn how to be laughed at. You got to be able to poke fun at yourself, you know. It's not so much about poking fun at other people, but poke fun at yourself. What do you guys think? Could you be a clown? Can you poke fun at yourself? Are you able to make balloons? That's just... How's your makeup game? Is it strong? Uh, they interviewed a, a clown couple. <laughs> They're a married couple. They're both clowns. Mrs. Mr. and Mrs. Newman. Uh, it says here, Mr. and Mrs. Newman set up a big top circus tent in their garden, allowing them to continue to rehearse and perform their clown antics. <laughs> Just want to keep fresh. The clown couple, they got a tent in their backyard. You know, we're just clowning around in here trying to keep up on our clown maneuvers. <laughs> very, I, I hate to make fun of them. It's a very silly behavior. The clown couple first met at an international clown festival, if, in case you're wondering. And then they had a, of course they had a clown-themed wedding in 2017. Obviously they had a clown-themed wedding. Ah, <laughs> oh, the clowning. The clowning. Oh, it's just... It's a funny little subculture, isn't it? The clowning. It says here, lockdown was very hard for Mr. Duffy and his circus has been closed for more than 500 days. Oh boy, we're going on two years and no clowning. It will soon be able to tour in Northern Ireland again, though, following the recent COVID-19 changes. But performers have been able to get work in other countries that have opened up more quickly. So the clowns are just fleeing to other areas of the world. 
you know, you, you've probably traveled internationally. You see all those clowns on the plane. Yeah, they're going to Italy. They're going to France. They're going to get some work somewhere else where the clowning business is just thriving. Here's another quote from Duffy. Because all the circuses in Europe and in England have been up and operational for the past six months, you know, that huge pool of EU artists are already back at work. And up until last week, we haven't been able to even get visas issued for non-EU artists and entertainers. That's why we're trying to reach out for any anybody out there, anybody at home who feel like they might want to give it a go. You know, maybe being a clown, if you ever felt like you want to just give it a go, you know, maybe try it if you ever wanted to make people happy or maybe you maybe you got some skills with the balloons you know we just love it if you could just try it out you know yeah do some birthday parties for bar mitzvahs what do you think ah give it a go eh please don't have too many criminal uh, background <laughs> please don't have any crimes in your background is what i mean to say <laughs> we'll take a we'll take a, a a felon or two but not too many you know we got to keep it keep it on the up and up <laughs> Guys, if you want to join the clowning, reach out to Duffy Circus out there. A Turkish man, presumed missing, joined the search party to find himself. Now, this particular article begins with a question. Do you guys feel lost from time to time? Well, that's exactly how this Turkish man felt. His name is Behan Mutlu. Very cool name. I can pronounce it. What I cannot pronounce is the name of the province that he's from. So we won't even go there. Behan was reported missing early Tuesday after his loved ones lost touch with him for several hours. It seems a little premature to report a missing person after only several hours, but I don't know the history of him and his family. Maybe he's prone to disappearing. It says here, Behan, after meeting his friends, went into a forest while he was drunk. Oh boy, this is what happens. He gets drunk and wanders into forests. Got to report him missing on the day of. Otherwise, it's just too late. He's wandered too far into the forest. Going to be eaten by a fox or something. Well, anyways, while he was in this forest, drunk out of his mind, he joined a group in the area, a search party, who were helping the Turkish authorities find somebody. He just said, well, you guys are looking for somebody? I'll join your group. Turned out the search party was looking for him. <laughs> what are the chances? Later on, upon inquiring... Behan Mutlu learned that it was indeed himself that they were carrying out a search and rescue effort for. <laughs> well, you never asked when you arrived at the search party, do you have a photo of this man that I'm helping you search? What do you just, what, what is your search party strategy over there? You just let anybody join the party without telling them or showing them a photo of who the hell they're looking for? Is that how a search party goes? It's not, not going to be successful. You need to have a, a photo of an individual that you're searching for on your phone at all times to show the person who joins your search party. In this case, the actual person who was missing. This, is, this could have been avoided right away. And very minimal resources could have been spent trying to find Behan Mutlu. It says here that the authorities later on gave the missing man a drive home after taking his statement. So they weren't that aggravated at the situation, which is surprising to me. Because if I was running that search party, I would have been very upset that we were spending all these resources to find a guy who's just wandering around the neighborhood drunk. There's just no need for all of this. Have a little conversation with the family. And I'll maybe get with some sort of tracking device you can put on this individual if he's going to go out boozing. Why don't you just go boozing with him so you can avoid this altogether? It's probably a very fun adventure. Gets wasted, wakes up next to a tree. I mean, 
I don't know. Go get wasted with him in the forest. Bring a couple hammocks. Have a good time. He just wants somebody to drink with. This is why he's wandering into the forest. He's like, hey, are there any other drunks like me that enjoy nature? I'd like to roam around a little bit with somebody. I got a fifth of scotch under my coat here. Runs upon a search party. Looking for him, of all, <laughs> of all things. Well, you can't make this up, can you? Yay! A new church introduces people to Jesus with beer. Allah beer. Allah Jesus. Where's this church, Jones? Tell us. I want to get my drinking on on Sunday mornings for the Lord. Well, it's in Missouri, a place called Defiance, Missouri, which is such a cool name for a city. The name of it is The Well. The Well is a United Methodist Church, and they meet in a place that some Christians believe is wrong. They meet in a building that some Christians believe you should never step into, let alone be seen worshiping in. What is it, a brewery? Probably. Jesus wouldn't approve. Oh, yes, he would. Jesus liked wine. Jesus liked gatherings. Jesus liked to make friends. United Methodist Pastor Danny Leibager. Danny Leibager leads a church that literally meets at a bar. It's called Good News Brewing. Hey, Good News Brewing. The concept behind Good News Brewing is for groups of friends to gather and learn the power of sharing the good news. It doesn't say what the good news is, but I can imagine it has something to do with this um, strong beer. <laughs> The good news, guys, is we have four new IPAs at the good news. So this guy, Halter, has been the pastor, a missions trainer, and an author. He wrote a book, apparently. Says his mission is to encourage the church to be less churchy and instead work on creating social, personal, and spiritual ventures that serve our cities in ways that make God smile. This guy knows what he's talking about, man. Get people together at a bar and talk about ways in which they can make God smile. Get some spiritual ventures going. Now, they might be a little quirky because maybe some of these ventures are thought about when you're wasted. You know, maybe the best spiritual ventures are made sober. But I like where they're going with this. Give it a try. Churches can be so stuffy. Who wants to be in there with that stained glass staring at you, making me feel like I'm a sinner? Hate it. I was raised Catholic, so it's get on your knees, on your knees again. Again, I got to get on my knees. I got to get on my knees again. How many times do I got to get on my knees? My knees are hurting. Guys, it's hurting my knees. Then you, got, then you go up and eat that wafer. Get a, you eat the body of the God. What, what is that? It's like chewing on styrofoam. <laughs> Who wants that? No. If you were like, hey, step up here and take a swig of this stout. Oh, I'm there. Oh, what's the alcohol content on this bad boy? 7.9? This is a good one. Let me get another hit in that. I'm getting in line. Getting in line again. And you go in that confessional booth. Ah, oh, tell some stranger behind a wall that you touched yourself. What the hell, man? These are places that I don't feel like I'm making God smile. I'd rather go to the brewery with Mr. Halter and all his cool friends having a Sunday service brunch. Ooh, baby. Uh, Let's get a quote from the pastor who knows his stuff. As part of this church, our goal is to see lives truly transformed. And the way we believe that happens is through understanding that each and every one of us belongs as we are. Indeed, open and honest and vulnerable to each other where we are. I agree. And uh, alcohol will, will do that. You'll be vulnerable. We want people to come and whether they have a beer during the service or a beer after the service, 
whether they're getting bombed during the service or maybe maybe they get drunk and take off their shirt. We just want people to be vulnerable where they are. Maybe you're going to bring a pizza to the service. That's cool. Jesus would have loved pizza, I tell you. We just want to say, let's just actually meet where people already are meeting, like a brewery. Good idea. We have a church attender that told the media, quote, Hey, man, alcohol kind of loosens you up a bit, I think. Kind of shows you like, come as you are, you know. Another attendee of the church said, This church is open to everybody. It's, it's kind of like a church for misfits. <laughs> well, I love it. I love it. If you can make misfits feel comfortable, then, you know, you're doing it, man. Whether it's through beer or not. Yeah. Sometimes you got to, you need some beer to crack the, that tension. You know, people are awkward. They need a beer sometimes to get it going, to open up, to open up and offer their love for the Lord, you know, pound some beers and pound the Lord's love. I say, shoot. What about news? Don't you want someone to read it for you? You might need it someday. Hello, my friends and loyal listeners of Weird AF News. Thank you for joining me and joining the other thousands that listen to Weird AF News on a daily basis. We we're part of a community. Uh, yeah, thank you for. Uh, giving me your time. I appreciate that. Um, I hope the news delivered today. I hope that it was weird. I hope that it was funny. If not, maybe you'll just learn something about the world. And maybe you learn something about Jesus or whatever. Whatever I was talking about today. Yeah, Turkish people. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyways, guys. Uh, I appreciate you, as always. Uh, please consider joining the Patreon. As I always say, patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Or you can download the Patreon app and support the show. If you'd like to call me, 646-450-2012. You can always email me articles and say what's up to funnyjones at gmail.com. I love you very much. Do you know that? Yes. Jonesy loves you. <laughs>